Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Uh, due to an app issue, the uh, show is going to be delayed about 12 hours today. So, well, we're not really sure when we'll have the re- the, the <laughs> entire show, but uh, it it's going to be later. We've got no no show right now at all. Um, but, I mean, the app didn't crash. Didn't crash, yeah. It's just, it's, you know, it's got a glitch or something. I don't know. Yeah. We're going to count the show later? Maybe. Get yeah. Well, I mean, the, paper, the underlying prep and paperwork that we've done is solid. So, it's not like we've been hacked or <laughs> uh, violated like that. It's just an app issue, you know? Yep. We took, we took photos and we have a paper trail. And we'll get mm-hmm. you the show as soon as we can, all right? What do you want? In the meantime, Pete Buttigieg won. Huh? Wait, what? <laughs> so Iowa is all messed up, and we don't have the results because they don't have the results yet. They're trying to get this app issue out of the way. <clears throat> and I guess, is this the first time they've used an app? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And uh, boy, it mm. handled the job splendidly. Didn't it, though? Didn't it? Uh Several of the main tier candidates uh, have reported zeros so far because of this app issue. Uh, among them, Sanders, 0% of the vote. Buttigieg, 0 And Warren, 0 I'm sensing a theme. Although, uh, Pete Buttigieg is claiming victory. Now, what? if Iowa doesn't have... If they don't have the results, how does he? The officials are saying that they... You know they've got to go back and count all this and and figure it out. And in the meantime, Buttigieg is claiming tonight an improbable hope became an undeniable reality. Uh, wow, undeniable. Hmm. Hmm. I mean, they don't even they don't even have the results. How are you How are you proclaiming yourself the victor here? I don't know, but uh, the president is having fun on Twitter just now. Tweeted out, the Democrat caucus is an unmitigated disaster. Nothing works, just like when they ran the country. Remember the $5 billion Obamacare website that should have cost 2% of that? The only person that can claim a very big victory in Iowa tonight is me. In quote, Trump. Trump. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Should have known he referred to himself in third person. Mm -hmm. That's great. I mean, that's great, though. Um, you know, while they continue to say that Adam Schiff continues to, well, let me play this because this is unbelievable to me. This is so anti-American. You're, you are fomenting civil war in this country by continually making this claim. Here's, uh, Adam Schiff on Trump again, found guilty of these offenses. I think it's enormously important that the country understand exactly what this president did. And we have proved it. I also think it's important that the Senate take the next step, having found him Proved. guilty, if indeed that's what they have found. Mm-hmm. They need to remove him from office because he is threatening to still cheat in the next election. No, he's not. Wow. What? Where do you get that? Do you remember when we thought how dangerous it was that Stacey Abrams was saying that about the, the governor's race in Georgia? Yeah, now he's this doing it. This guy's doing it for the presidency. Over what and over and over doing, and over. man? What? So dangerous. And he goes unchallenged when he says that kind of stuff on the mainstream media. You you don't challenge? Okay, I'm I'm sorry. Uh Congressman Schiff, when did President Donald Trump ever say he intends to uh cheat in this election? When did he ever say that? What are you talking about? And he has said he will uh, continue to cheat in the upcoming election. 
That's just, it's a bald-faced lie. He does it all the time. He did it again on the Senate floor late last week when they were still doing the arguments. And he made up another scenario of things that Donald Trump said on on the phone call. He's done that. He's done this parody, I guess, as he's as he calls it, a couple of times mm-hmm. in the legitimate impeachment hearings and trial, without ever saying, "I'm joking." That's not true. I, I'm just, I'm, you know, I'm paraphrasing. I'm. He just acts as if Trump said, "I don't know how he's getting away with it." I don't understand it. I just. Trump should be taking this guy to court. Yeah, it's getting to that point. Uh, you talk about um, Tulsi Gabbard having a case, and I think she does, against Hillary Clinton for calling her a Russian asset. You mm-hmm. just, you just 50, called Tulsi, million. Tulsi Gabbard, who served in, and continues to serve in our military, a Russian spy, essentially. Uh, how can you slander her like that? Well, <clears throat> this is even worse from Schiff. Just Unbelievable. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. So I I don't know when nobody is saying exactly. At least I haven't seen it. If they've said it, uh, when the Iowa results will be ready sometime later today. Yeah, a little nebulous. Uh, so I guess Buttigieg must have some sort of information that he's doing really well because he is actually claiming victory already. So I guess we expect Pete Buttigieg to win this thing. <laughs> Amazing. If that's true, if he does, that's that's pretty amazing. Especially whenever everybody thought Sanders had it wrapped up. Uh, so, I mean, what a day, what a week, <clears throat> what a year. We're off to a heck of a start in this in this yeah, decade. So much chaos up there in Iowa. I mean, first you had them canceling that poll. Um, you know, the right. last the the the, the, the final poll that's going to tell us what's going to happen with the Des Moines Register. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, they had the call center where they were calling out people. And uh, what was it? It was like a font uh, issue yeah. on the screen. Yeah. I know the lady was calling a Pete Buttigieg supporter. And, and anyway, his name disappeared below the screen. So they don't know how many times that happened. Yeah, because she made the font too big. And so they're just like, you know, throw it out. <laughs> his name dis- so they can't do polling. They can't do the caucus. Right. They're They're... they're 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 scared about Bernie Sanders becoming their nominee. There's going to be a never be. Bernie movement happening, mm-hmm. and they're just out of control. I mean, this is it's crazy. <laughs> a great start for uh, 2020 for the Democrats. <laughs> Amy Klobuchar had an interesting message to her supporters too last night. So you've probably heard we don't know the results. <laughs> did not want to let another minute go by without thanking all of you. Um, we are... We know there's delays, but we know one thing. We are punching above our weight. My heart... Mm. Why the violent rhetoric, Amy? Wow, punching. <laughs> why, are, why are you punching people? Uh, that's vaguely reminiscent of... Uh, that's fairly typical of the way that uh, Danes have uh, punched, punched above, above their, their weight, weight. Uh, in international <laughs> affairs. Sure, the Danes. Uh, <laughs> I've said this before, but I want to repeat. Norway okay. punches above its weight. Norway. Uh, we have uh, no stronger ally than uh, the Netherlands. Netherlands, yeah. Uh, they consistently they punch, above punch above their weight. Their weight. Yeah. Ireland punches above its weight. Oh, Ireland it's too. It's a small country. The Philippines is not... The largest of countries, uh, but. It, it, in using a, a phrase from boxing, punches okay. above its weight. Oh, it's huh. from boxing. Yeah. 
I thought of Who knew? Obama. Yeah. Who knew? Uh, and now Amy Klobuchar punches above her weight. So <laughs> I, I like how uh, great. Bob Blah Blah uh, says that he's rooting for Klobuchar. Uh, just so we can have more jokes like, uh, how would your caucus app fare in a blizzard? Remember all of her corny jokes when she was yeah. standing there? In that bl- <laughs> Yeah. Man, she is. I'm telling you, man. She's going to finish third when they get done counting. She's going to finish third. She's And she's the most normal of all, I think, of all of these candidates. You know, I think <clears throat> if you had to, again, if you had to make a choice from among all of those awful choices. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't it be Amy Klobuchar? Of all of them? Yeah. It would be Tulsi. Yeah, yeah, really? Yeah, I think so. Uh, Tulsi's a Bernie supporter. I She might be a little... I think Tulsi... Socialist for me. A little bit more socialist than... Uh, mm-hmm. I've never... I've got to be honest. I've not sat there and compared uh, policy positions on Klobuchar and Tulsi. Um, but uh, maybe I should do that. Yeah. Uh, I just I get the uh, impression that Tulsi loves her country. Oh, she does. And, yeah, um, I do too. And she, you know, served right. in the military, which I highly respect. Mm-hmm. Um, she seems uh, like a normal person. I think Klobuchar, while she is, what was the word you used? Uh, more normal than the rest of them. I mm. think. I think to an extent, yes, but she seems so nervous all of the time. I cannot imagine her in a room with Vladimir Putin, whereas I could see Tulsi. Mm giving Putin a piece of her mind. Tulsi is very self-assured. Yeah. Uh, and really well-spoken. So, the issue with the app hopefully worked out uh, later on today. In the meantime, some of the interesting aspects of the Iowa caucus is <clears throat> there's there could be at least three candidates here claiming some sort of, of victory. Because the way they do this is... They're going to tell us who won the most raw votes in the first round of voting. So when you come into the gymnasium or wherever you're holding this thing, uh, whoever you're for initially, then the most raw votes after the second round of voting, after everybody's tried to convince you to switch sides and all that, and then the most delegates overall. So you could essentially have three people claiming three different things. But the uh, current Iowa polling has the top four as Biden and Sanders at 22%, Buttigieg 18 and Warren at 15%. Now, Klobuchar has been coming on uh, pretty strongly, and she must have had some sort of information because she's telling her supporters she punched above her weight. <laughs> How do you know that if you don't have any information? Of course, you can, I guess you can, you can claim anything you want. Um. So this is the first year the caucuses are going to release the raw vote totals. They've never done that before. Um, and so it gives everybody a tangible way of saying, yeah, I'm among the top tier. I'm, I'm right there. We're, we're right where we want to be. Uh, it's like any other sort of ratings where, you know, like on TV, you can claim, well, we're number one in, in the total viewers, which I think is everybody two and older. Well, we're number one, 18 to 34. Well, we're number one with women who walk with a limp. Oh yeah, and are hard of hearing and blind in one eye. Wow, that's a yeah, that's a big demo. That is a micro a big demo. demo right there. Yeah, you really want those people. <laughs> you really do. Uh, so, who's going to go head into uh, New Hampshire as a victor? And New Hampshire is what? Is it next week? Yeah, it's a week next, from uh, today. Uh, next today. Tuesday. Yep. Strange that Iowa did this on a Monday. Why? That never happens. It seems, but. Well, they, they did. Obviously because they needed two days. 
to add up the votes <laughs> as opposed to just the Tuesday. <laughs> uh, so kind of an embarrassment for Iowa and for the Democrats um, and certainly the president taking full advantage of it. Uh, the party chair, by the way, said the party is validating every piece of data they have against their paper trail. That system is taking longer than expected, but it's in place to ensure we're eventually able to report the results with full confidence. Uh, I mean, after all this, I, I don't know that people are going to have full confidence in your winner. Uh, that's the unfortunate thing. Once you've looked this bad, it's tough to it's tough to erase all of that. It's a shame the Democrats are in this position right now. Yeah, <clears throat> isn't it? It's, it's just a, unfortunate. So bad it's just that him. I. I really do hate any of the election process in America to be tainted. I do, too. And people are going to be suspicious about this yep. now. And, you know, they continue to do their damnedest to make us suspicious about the general election outcome. It's just, it's pathetic. Uh, 888-900-3393. A CNN anchor called out Joe Biden for not doing any of the Sunday news shows. <laughs> I love this. Yeah. Uh, Here's here's what uh, Jake had to say. We got the Jake Tapper. Yep, the clip does Five. not look like fifty six people. No, that's not it. So the Biden Biden group. That's not the one we're looking so for. So you're you're you you look like. Okay. Oh well. well. All right. So um, yeah, so we're off so to we're, a good start here. Now Just, we're looking for. I, I told you the app was screwed up. Yeah. See, we, we warned the audience. Yeah. And this is what happens. Now we're looking for uh, the Sunday morning where he's sitting there with Pete Buttigieg. Congratulations. Thanks so much. And I, I want to note, you. Uh, I, we appreciate you coming and taking our questions. Vice President Biden has yet to do a Sunday show interview. Uh, you have done, and I can't even count how many times you've agreed to do interviews. So thank you for taking our questions. Appreciate it. Okay, so so that's his, that's his Sunday morning dig, Jake Tapper, right? Mm-hmm. So he's already um, upset with Joe Biden for never showing up. And then he does the dig, that the one you just played in there um, last night in Iowa. He does a little dig at his supporters. You want to see that? Yeah. Okay. Does not look like fifty-six people. So the Biden Biden group. So you're you're you you look like lovely, wonderful people, but it doesn't look like you made the viability threshold. Not yet. Not. There's time. This year. I'm not trying to be funny, but no, but 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 where? What are you going to do? We're going to stand strong with our first choice, and uh-huh. when other candidates are not viable, we know that Joe is a lot of people's second choice and will become viable in the second uh, alignment. Absolutely. So you think huh. that people who, like, for instance, the Yang people probably don't have 56. They don't. The Klobuchar people, they don't. I don't think they do. So you think it's, there's still a possibility absolutely. that they will come here? Yep, absolutely. Yep. Okay. Hmm. So hope springs eternal. <laughs> I mean, Tappers. Jake is not happy with no. the Biden crew. Uh, he's a little pissy there, isn't he? Yeah, you you can. Wow. He's not hiding it either. Not at but, all. And Biden's had a rough uh, couple of three days with the media, whether it's Jake Tapper digging at him on Sunday morning mm-hmm. or Jake Tapper last night with his supporters. Or Savannah Guthrie. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, take a look at this. Uh, here's Joe with Savannah Guthrie. Has it occurred to you that there's a certain irony here that here the president is accused of and is acknowledged wanting to 
get information about your son Hunter and his dealings with Ukraine, and this process of impeachment has ensured that everyone knows about Hunter's dealings with Ukraine. That's He's a good thing, and no one's found anything wrong with his dealings with Ukraine, except uh, they say it sets a bad image. No. Do you agree that it sets a bad yeah, image? And my son said that. Do you think it was wrong for him to take that position? <laughs> no. Knowing that it was really because but, that but company it, wanted access to you. Well, that's not true. You're saying things you do not know what you're talking about. No one said that. Wow. Who said that? Well, don't Who you said think that? that? Don't you think that it's Who said that? just one of those things where people think, well, that seems kind of sleazy. Why would he have that job uh -oh. if not for his who his father was? Because he's a very bright guy. I guess the question I'm kind of asking is, appearance. was it right? His appearance. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he said he regretted having done it. Yeah. Yeah. Speaks for himself. The grown man. You gonna predict a win tomorrow night? I don't predict wins because I'm superstitious, but I predict we'll do very well. Wow. Okay. There was a there wow. was a nice little edit wow. in there, by the way. By NBC. I think Joe really lost his cool. And they because if you go to about the thirty second mark, I forgot to write this down, guys. I'm sorry. If you go ah, cue right. it up to about the thirty second mark, there is a major edit that NBC does. I think he lost his mind. And they were like, nah, and they give him a minute to yeah. recompose himself. Watch this about the thirty second mark. If you can cue it up to that, Rob. That's press play whenever you want to. Amazing. No one's found anything wrong with his dealings with Ukraine, except they say it yeah, sets they, a bad watch image. This, watch. Well, do you agree that it sets a bad yeah. image? And my son said that. Do you think it was wrong for yeah, him that to was a, take that position? Knowing that it was really because but, that but company it, wanted access to you. Well, that's not true. You're saying things you do not know what you're talking about. No one said that. Who said that? Well, don't Who you said think that? that? Don't you think that it's just one of those things where people think, well, that seems kind of sleazy. Why would he have that job if not for his who his father was? Because he's a very bright guy. I guess the question I'm kind of... Yeah, right there. Right there. Oh, that's a definite edit. He closes his eyes. He Big goes, because he's a very bright guy. And mm -hmm. then they quickly edit it too tight to Savannah because he lost his mind right there. That's my take. Anyway, and you know what it reminded me of was uh, another moment on the Today Show of about 10 or 12 years ago. Can we play that? A little, little Matt Lauer with uh, Tom Cruise? That's exactly what came to mind there. Shows but, on a delay. But aren't there examples where it works? You don't even you're grim. You don't even know what Ritalin is. If you start talking about chemical imbalance, you have to evaluate and read the research papers on how they came up with these theories. Huh. Okay. I mean yeah. it's the same it's the same it kind is. of interview, man. Yeah. Two guys about to lose their mind, closing their eyes, going to their happy place. But Tom Cruise didn't get the benefit of the edit that Joe Biden did yesterday. Oof. Yeah, and that's it's a pretty obvious edit, actually. And uh, if Savannah Guthrie turns up missing, we know who to go talk to <laughs> now because he was livid. Yeah. I mean, he, he was livid. And he took steps toward her, too, man. Yeah, he did. Oof. Yeah, he was trying to intimidate her. And how, 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 how dare, dare you? you ask me questions like that? How dare Don't you know who I am? <laughs> don't you know I'm a liberal Democrat? How dare you? How dare you? Love it. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Wheels are falling off of the Biden campaign. Ooh, yeah, they are. Uh, we've got all of these issues right now: impeachment, the gun confiscation, abortion, open borders. You know, Virginia and everything that's going on there. Uh, this is the future the left is planning for us, and they're funded by major cell phone corporations like Verizon and AT and T. 
They're not even realize that we're funding the machine trying to destroy our Constitution, our values, our country, our families. Every time we pick up the phone, well, the big phone companies, while they all continue to partner with these left-wing crazy causes, there is somebody who partners with you and your values, and that's Patriot Mobile. Patriot Mobile is the only company protecting the Constitution and your values, American values. And they don't just talk. They walk the walk. They participated uh, a week before last in the March for Life. They participated in the Pro-Life Summit. And, you know, it's not just altruistic. They've got plans that start as low as $25 a month and come with unlimited talk, text, and the same reliable nationwide service you get from everybody else. Go to patriotmobile.com slash pat. When you use the offer code pat, you'll get a free month of service and a free gift when you open a new line. Or you can just call their U.S.-based customer service team, if you'd rather. 877-367-7524. We need to stick together and support people who, who believe in our causes and believe in America. Like Patriot Mobile. PatriotMobile.com slash pad or 877-367-7524. Pat Gray Unleashed. Okay, so Biden's not doing any Sunday shows. Biden can't handle any questions about his sleazy son. I'm, I'm sorry, his only surviving son. Yeah, man, you don't even know what you're talking it's, about. Him. Don't even, man, man, you don't even know. No joke, you don't even know what you're talking He's about. He's a smart kid. Man. <laughs> He's so brilliant. They hire him into million-dollar jobs just when he doesn't even know anything about the job. They're hiring him to do. That's how good he is. Yes, we could have found somebody really good in the industry who knows what they're doing. But Hunter Biden is so special and so smart. Uh, we just wanted him. And his dad uh, holds the second highest office in the land. I didn't even think about that part. What? I didn't even. I wasn't even thinking about Maybe that. Maybe we can get him to come over here and intimidate the prosecutors looking into our uh, company right now. Well, he, he, I mean, he's so brilliant that uh, he could figure out any of these things. Guy doesn't need to have any experience doing anything. You know what? I'd trust him to do brain surgery. That's how brilliant uh, Hunter Biden is. Wow. Yeah, his only surviving son. He could do brain surgery right now without any experience. <laughs> it's just, just unbelievable. It My is unbelievable. Goodness. What we're being asked to believe and to tolerate, uh, 888-933-93. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Um, I don't have who this is from, Keith, this particular tweet. Uh, My pronouns are. Oh, that's the, uh, <laughs> I love that. It's from my preferred pronouns are thee, thou, and thine. <laughs> that's who this is from. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Iowa caucuses, Iowa caucus results are in. By a narrow margin, the winner was a communist. Second, third, <laughs> and fourth places were also secured. By communists. Wow, they ran the table. Wow, I, you got to win, play, show, and whatever the fourth one is. The Communist Party. Woo! Uh, Steyer's sequestered carbon. <laughs> <laughs> I have an abacus if Iowa needs to borrow it. Okay. Yeah, that's good. Okay, well, that's probably the problem. They're, <laughs> the they're, they might need one. Well, they're depending on Keith Math up there in Iowa, and that's mm-hmm. what's slowing them down. We also have, uh, can we put the tweet up with the, uh, the image? Um, we know who's uh, going to be called in to do the counting up there. Uh, Steve 42 telling us, admitting their complete incompetence, Iowa Democrats have just hired an expert to tally yesterday's caucus results, and here he is. There it is, the count. <laughs> the count counts. One vote. 
the two votes, three votes. <laughs> well, you got to get back to the basics. Yeah. I wonder if a lot of states will after, because you can't have this. You can't have this in the election process. And while technology is great, and we all want things to be streamlined and easier, and I'd love to be able to vote on my phone and, and be able to count on that and make sure nobody hacks into it, but you can't. You can't safeguard it all. When, when you use high-tech, high-tech uh, thieves can also, or people who just have nefarious ideas, can you know, manipulate the process. And we can't have that in elections. So I wonder if more people will be saying, you know, it's time to get back to the basics. Let's just do the chads or let's do, let's do the, uh, the paper ballots, all of that kind of stuff. I mean, we are such an immediate mm. society. We want answers I want right answer now. now. Yeah. I want to know when the polls close. I want you to hit a button and I want to show up on my screen. And we want a running tote yep. of where and the vote is all day long. Exactly. So um, our society and our ADD culture, um, we want stuff immediate. However, if we can agree, can we just wait? Can we just wait and let them tally throughout the night? And we have, mm. uh, honestly, just take your box of ballots, let a Republican uh, count them, let a Democrat count them, and let an independent count them, right? And as yep. long as you guys all get the same tally, that's what you submit. And you don't submit the numbers until you agree on them. I don't care what kind of delay it takes. Let's get it right. Yeah. But we, again, we're in such a hurry now. We're, everything has to happen right now. And, you know, I, I, I admit that I, I like that too. Yeah. If a website takes more than a second and a half to load, I'm pissed. I'm calling IT. <laughs> like, I'm calling uh, IT. When I'm on a plane and I've paid for access and we're at, you know, 40,000 feet flying 500 miles an hour, I'm pissed if it doesn't load right away. Right. Right. And, and, and another thing is when I pay for internet on a flight... And, and I it doesn't work. And I can't watch my uh, football games at 20,000 feet. Then you're hacked off. Oh, my right? gosh. Absolutely. Right. What is happening? There's football <laughs> being played, and I can't see it. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, have we been spoiled? You bet. <laughs> but as far as the election is concerned, maybe it's time to get back to the basics. Yeah. Because it's hard to hack a piece of paper that uh, has writing on it. You can't do that. So, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Now, could people manipulate the count somehow? Yes. That's why you have multiple people do it. And right. you call the count from Sesame Street. He can help out. And he takes care of it. Yep. Um, but yeah. see, we have these things right here. These called uh, called calculators. Mm-hmm. And uh, what you do is you just you punch numbers in, and you hit like the plus sign, and you punch more numbers in. Is that from like the caveman days? Uh, yeah, the Geico guy gave yeah. it to me. Wow. Yep. Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. I seriously think I got this from uh, from my grandfather. Now that, that you mentioned old. it, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's gigantic. Yeah, and it's old. Yeah, so it's uh, it's helpful uh, as you age. Uh, <laughs> it helps you hear, helps your eyes. It's uh, it works. Uh, <laughs> we have some really sad news yesterday. Wow! Oh. Uh, at the end of the show, um, rush. Oh, gosh. announced that he's got oh, lung cancer. End of his show. Yes, yesterday. Yes. Really, really sad. Uh, he sound he sounded like you know he's got it pretty well under control, and they've got a plan. And he's you know if anybody can has the means to assemble a really good team, it's Rush. Yeah. So you know, hopefully, he'll be having the best care available in the world. He said it was advanced. Yeah, he did. I don't like that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and, and you talk about an inspiration to all of us in this business. 
in all oh. all of talk radio and in political talk mediums. Um, he essentially he's the reason invented talk he radio. Is that seed for mm-hmm. this industry? Talk radio existed before Rush, but that's all it was doing was existing. Yeah, he brought it to life. Uh, he kicked it into gear. He reinvented the wheel. Uh, I remember people like, uh, what was that? There, there was an English guy that did a show from Los Angeles. His name was Michael Jackson. Do you remember him? No. You know? Uh, British I always rem- Yeah. I always remember remembered his name because, you know, it's Michael Jackson. <laughs> right. Um, but you would have, like, him, and they were talking. I mean, you never took a stand. It was always. Oh, yeah. It was just blathering, really. And mm-hmm. on the other hand, I can see that point, too. You know, who's your favorite Disney character? I really like Goofy. But on the other hand, uh, Minnie's a pretty great character as well mm. in her own right. Mm. <laughs> that kind Stimulating of Stimulating talk. <laughs> yeah, and then Rush Limbaugh came. And then Rush came it, along. Came along. They broke the mold, yeah. like they say. Yeah. Um, and they stopped doing uh, a conservative in the morning, a liberal in the afternoon. So you evened it out. That didn't work. And Nobody here was a guy that. that validated every thought you had ever had and put it into um, yes. coherent yes. Uh, words that Smart, you could express. Brilliant. Make your arguments. Um, such an inspiration. We wish him the best. So cancer, our thoughts and prayers are definitely worth Cancer is an evil destroyer, but Rush, if anyone can beat it, you can, man. 69 years old. Uh, says he'll be back. He's hoping to be back on Thursday. I guess he's going for treatment right away or yeah. to formulate their plan. So our thoughts and prayers, again, are with Rush. Yes. 888 This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Great to have you with us. 888 also at Bat Unleashed on Twitter, Michael NP seventeen oh one tweets: uh, Joe wants Hunter to speak for himself. That's a good idea. Put him on the stand, and while you're at it, let the Ukrainians testify. Yes, I wish <laughs> I can speak for himself, Mister I Impeachment. Uh, man, I wish I had Biden privilege. Must be nice. Mm-hmm. Kale paste teeth whitener. <laughs> Look fat. <laughs> you don't want me to challenge you to a push up contest, do you? Uh, do you? <laughs> Love it. Uh, chicken chicken picker. Uh, DNC has given an explanation for the app votes being deleted. Hillary Clinton showed up and wiped it with a cloth. Oh, yes. And from James Stewart, uh, Keith, when counting like the count, you can't forget the ah, ah, ah. Oh, so he spelled it A-H-A. No, he means, oh, see, I knew I was forgetting something. Like one vote, two votes, three votes. Ha, 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 ha. No. Well, maybe he didn't like spell a little right. It's like shortling. Ah, ah, ah. One. Yeah. There it two, is. Thank two you. Seconds, three, there it is. Four. There it is. Five. What are you doing? Six. <laughs> seven. Counting. Wait, where's the. Okay. Ah, ah, ah. Ah, ah, ah. Does he do it every time? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't yeah. Uh, watch a lot of Sesame Street. Really? Why not? Mm, uh, what? It's probably. Uh, I was nine years old by the time Sesame Street, I think, began. It began in 69, right? That sounds right. Yeah. Huh. So, yeah. Not a lot of Sesame Street watching. All right, well. Uh, 888-900-3393. Also, at Pat Unleashed uh, on Twitter. You know, we were we were talking about <clears throat> Super Bowl ads yesterday. We missed one that uh, was considered for the Super Bowl, <laughs> but turned down. <laughs> and it's not it's not that although uh, Fox did turn down a pro life 
ad. Which yes, is they did. Just amazing. Makes no sense at all. Unbelievable. You can't, conf- you know, don't confuse Fox News with Fox, uh, you know, network. The the TV network where they do the primetime shows and the sports and all that. Completely different animal. So, so just so I'm clear, right? Fox News mm-hmm. still owned by the Murdochs. R- right. Fox owned by Disney. Yes. Okay. Yes. Got it. And they're liberal. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, they did. They at least turned down this bizarre PETA ad. <laughs> if you haven't seen the PETA ad, this is staggering. Check this out. It's a bee flying through a beautiful scene. Landing on a flower and taking a knee. Wait, what? Bees don't have knees. Uh, oh, the bees' knees. And then a bear takes a knee. What is near the bee? No, a fish without knees. Wait, now, now taking a knee. Okay, now it's ridiculous. Uh, then you've Wait. got a group of wolves. And Wait, snakes don't have knees. Snakes with knees. Is that a giant? <laughs> yes, spider. Dogs, horses, all taking knees. Um, hmm. This is uh, really beautiful. And then a pig with taking a knee Wait, no, near a sleeping pig. Yeah, a- and then a little girl in a little meadow. Oh, is the rabbit going to take a knee? And the bunny takes a knee, and so does the little girl. Then you pull back, and Wait. there's a, an American eagle, a bald eagle. No knees. And, oh, Wait, and whoa. takes a knee. Whoa! Although, pause it for a second. Oh. Uh, it's a little late. But it, uh, you notice the knee doesn't get all the way down to the branch for the eagle. Right there. What look a at quitter. that. Yeah, I suspect arthritis. Yes. Yeah. I mean, he does look. He's up there yeah. in years. He's got a little. Uh, he's got a sports injury from before. I mean, he is a bald eagle, so he's obviously up there. <laughs> All right, roll it. And then the, at the end, what do we got? At the end, we have this. Respect is the right of every living being. And speciesism, Peta. And speciesism. And roll the break. Because no species is better than any other? I'm that sorry. That is unreal. That's preposterous. <laughs> that is... What a dumb way... So bad. Peter. You know, Fox did you a favor in saving you how much? Yeah. Five million? Six million dollars? And a lot of... Uh, can, you ma- can you imagine the ridicule? Had they played it? I mean, there's already ridicule from us, but... <laughs> had they played it? Come on. Even reasonable, I mean, even most Democrats would say, oh, shut up, and speciesism. Give me a break. I don't. (sighs) I want to see the definition for speciesism. Speciesism. What do we got here? Look it up. That'd be interesting to see. Okay, well, guilty. Yeah. I'm a specious, I guess. I don't know. The assumption of human superiority mm. leading to the exploitation of animals? Not the exploitation of animals. Well, because we okay. eat them, we do exploit them. Okay, so fine. Yeah. Yep, I'm guilty. However, um, I don't know. If you believe in God, don't you believe? I think uh, most people who believe in God believe that we were given dominion over the animals mm-hmm. and that they were put it here for food. <laughs> <laughs> for the, you know, My many goodness. of them were are here so that we can eat them. That's why they're here. I mean, we're not supposed to mistreat them. Obviously, you want to you want to be good stewards of the land, good uh, managers of the planet, well, and and you want to be. I mean, you don't want to be cruel. No, no. But this is obviously we're guilty of a form of discrimination based on species membership. 
It involves treating mm. members of one species as morally more important than members of other species, even when their interests are equivalent. <laughs> what? Guilty. Yeah, of course. I absolutely love my dogs, but they don't have the right to vote. No. Okay? And they don't have the same rights you do. <sighs> and if, if one of them dies, while it's sad, and man, we really mourn the, the death of our uh, dog that grew up with our family. Mm-hmm. and it, It's hard. Yeah. But it's not the same as a human dying. It's not the same. It's just that's it's asinine. I mean, we've we've been asked to accept so many bizarre things that go against nature and science in the name of being woke. Huh. I I mean, eventually somebody's going to have to put their foot down and say, "Nope, we're taking a stand." I think speciesism is a good place to start. Think, yes, speciesism is fine. Can we agree on that? Jeez. Can we? Oh my goodness. What what a joke. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. You know, I used to think that PETA was sort of the reasonable one. Whoa. It was the it was the other group. Greenpeace? Um, no. No. Uh, no, the uh, oh, oh. ASPCA or whatever. No, the, no. Oh. Hold on, um, elf or some. Uh, hang on. No, it's a Somebody, it's an animal rights yeah, group. I know you're not talking an about environmental that. group. I know, I know. I'm um, having a brain fart here, but um, but anyway, they. I mean, they were the ones who were just ridiculous, and and PETA seemed to make some sense once in a while. Not anymore. They just are not making sense at all anymore. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, the coronavirus mm. continues to uh, get worse. What is it? 20, over 20,000 now infected? Over 20,000 infected. <clears throat> what is the death total? 425. 425. And one is now in Hong Kong. They've wow. seen uh, it mutate Oof. in a family now. Um, not good. No. And, and they expanded the lockdown region that now stretches the equivalent from like Atlanta to Tampa. That's a, that's a large swath of people in there. Do we know how many millions are uh, included see. in that? It's, last I heard, it was like 70 million people. That, wow. We are up to, eh, let's see. And, of course, China. Chinese government yesterday accused the United States of spreading panic over the virus by pulling its citizens out of the country and restricting <laughs> travel. <laughs> Instead of offering significant assistance... Now, we offered them assistance. We wanted to send people from the CDC over there. And they said no. Nope. We're good. Get it. What are you talking about? We offered you assistance. They turned it down. And so, you know, because we don't have any confidence, and they've got a really good track record of being terrible on these kinds of issues. But we're the ones who are spreading panic around the world. Wow. Uh, I guess we're the first country, though, to begin evacuations out of their country. Or issue a travel warning against going to China. I, I think we should do more. I think you should absolutely not be allowed to fly in and out of China uh, from the United States or to the United States. Um, but Washington has unceasingly manufactured and spread panic, according to the Chinese Foreign Ministry. Wow. Noting that the WHO had advised against trade and travel restrictions. It's precisely developed countries like the United States with strong epidemic prevention capabilities and facilities that have taken the lead in imposing excessive restrictions contrary to the WHO recommendations, uh, the ministry said. Wow. They're saying that as 20,000 of their citizens 
are infected with this. And some 460 have died already. But we're the problem. Amazing. 888 Uh Let me tell you about my friends at Brickhouse Nutrition and why I love their superfood, Field of Greens. A few years ago, the doctors and human performance experts at Brickhouse wanted to create a product that you could take every day that's all natural and that helps make you healthier. And the result of that was Field of Greens. Just one scoop has a full serving of real USDA certified organic fruits and vegetables. It will boost your immunity using antioxidants, prebiotics, probiotics. And it's a real superfood. It's not made from extract. It's not pulled out of anything. Real superfoods reduce your risk of heart disease, uh, memory loss, and they're a great source of vitamins and minerals, fiber, all kinds of nutrients. You don't, you don't need to count pills or mix or match anything. Just put a scoop into a glass of water, stir it up, you're done. Or you can put it into a smoothie like I do from time to time. Uh, go to BrickHousePat.com right now. Get 15% off your first order when you use the offer code PAT. Take the guesswork out of eating healthy. Start your day, uh, like I do, with Field of Greens from Brickhouse Nutrition. It's BrickHousePat.com. That's BrickHousePat.com. Offer code PAT. Pat Gray. Unleashed. 888-900-3393. Also uh, at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, we missed a... Uh, we got a bunch of tweets after the show yesterday yeah. that we missed <laughs> one of the really good uh, Super Bowl ads that uh, I was reading some things about how... Uh, what, what, what was the website I saw the Snickers ad? They were talking about the Snickers ad. And what are they saying? It gives the world diabetes? What? <laughs> Because <laughs> you just can't have a sense of humor anymore. No, and you, I guess no, you can no. never eat a candy bar. Correct. Ever in your life. Mm-hmm. Anyway, here's the Snickers ad. Trying to heal the world. This is... men ride scooters. Everyone's texting dirty pics. Baby's named after produce. Hi, Kale. Robocalls up in the mix. Kale. The is out of source. We need to fix it quicker. We're gonna fix the world. You're going to fix the world by feeding it Snickers. Will it work? Milk keeps getting reinvented. The surveillance state's got brand new tricks. No, we don't. Seriously. No, we don't. And here comes a helicopter with a giant Snickers that they're going to drop in a giant hole. (laughs) And there it goes. (laughs) Maybe the world just needs the Snickers. Oh, now, I don't know the two people the that... The Snickers hole is working. <laughs> I don't know the two people that just fell in the hole, do yeah. you? No, I don't. Are I they don't obnoxious people that are well-known or something? Martin probably knows. Martin knows Martin, everything. You know who the two people that fell in the Snickers hole were? I think they're just trying to be like the influencers on social media. Okay. 
They're not influencers, though, because oh, okay. that would have been really funny if they had actual people who are actually obnoxious, and they fell in the hole. <laughs> See, it's working. Yep. The Snickers hole, it's working. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, then we come to um, then we come to the birds taking over a parking lot in Houston. You got to see this. Oh. This is like Alfred Hitchcock time. Yeah, that thing is right down the road where we used to work, man. Just uh, just birds hanging out. It's like a big old. So that's bird the Kroger where is in Montrose the... there. Yeah. Okay, all right. Oh, Rob says this uh, happens all the time in Plano, huh? Oh, really? It's just like a little birdie convention. Happens all the time in Houston, too. Yeah. Out in Katy, where I lived, Uh there was, I don't know, these grackles gathered together in the fall. Those are the definition of angry birds, man. Yeah. Because I I remember we used to work in Houston, and I would walk to lunch a few blocks, and this one bird just had it out for me. And uh, I would change the side of the street I would walk on. I would try to walk around wherever this nest was or whatever. This thing would always swoop down and attack me. Stupid birds. Was he trying to tell you something? You lived in the wrong area? I, I, was what? that when you lived in the third no, ward? No, this wasn't the third ward. This was in the Montrose. This was oh. the nice area where okay. we worked, and I would walk mm-hmm. to lunch. Oh, okay. And stupid bird. An attack bird. Just didn't like me much. Mm. Well, these grackles can gather in groups up to 500,000. Yeah, that was a small group compared to some of the things I've heard about. Yeah. And... If they decided to attack a person, I don't even know what you'd do about that. Maybe it's a bad you're, time you're to dead. watch Alfred Hitchcock's movie, The Birds. Huh? Yeah, that would be... I mean, it is kind of scary. If they come down and start pecking, that'd be a bad way to die. I would not want to be pecked to death <laughs> no. by a half million birds. No, and it's just like uh, any animal. If they could all, you know, if they could just organize, they could take over the planet. And then and then who are you running your ads for, PETA? Yeah. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> They'd probably still do the ads because it's not important that humans are being killed. I mean, PETA never expresses concern no. over human beings. I, mean, I know that's not their mission, but come on. Uh, their only concern is animals. 888 I mean, this, the insanity that's going on right now with the birds going crazy, <laughs> with the world going nuts... We were denying science and reality. So it's nice to see at least one person on one of these Democrat staffs that are running for president uh, call BS on something that their their candidate is doing. Elizabeth Warren is doing this personal pronoun thing. You know, she talks about the using the personal pronouns and sent out a memo to everybody in this, everybody in the campaign to use the proper pronouns. Well, one of our staff members <clears throat> has uh, called BS on this. Angel Alicia says, at the end of the day, if we're going to prioritize pronouns over making sure people have a decent standard of living, that's wrong. <laughs> I, yes! Thank you! Coming from a Democrat, that is unbelievable. She's referencing, uh, referencing a relatively recent emphasis on using the chosen pronouns rather than assuming the pronoun of their biological gender. Mm. When you come from where I come from, no one gives an F about a stinking <laughs> pronoun. <laughs> Thank you. They want to know how you're going to create a job. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <clears throat> Alicia said he's been chastised in the past by people in the campaign for speaking out against the need 
to ask people about their preferred gender pronouns. I'm like here for the pronoun thing, but I feel like I shouldn't have to say he, him, his. No like, joke. It, shouldn't it just be implied? Yes, my friend, it should. Mm-hmm. Like I've been called out for saying something like that, but this is why we lose elections because we're zeroing in on S like that. <laughs> that almost sounds like that? what Bill Maher was saying about Elizabeth Warren last week. Her um, wanting a transgender high school student to have veto power over her Department of Education secretary pick. And Bill Maher's like, this oh, is yeah. why Democrats, people right. don't connect with that. They don't care. This is why they're going to lose in November again. Because they're making issues out of that? Come on. I know. with all the With all the problems we have, with all the things we could be focused on, to even mention the pronoun thing is absurd. It's it's asinine. But yes, uh, fortunately, I think it is going to get it's going to get them beat in the uh, in the election. That and many other things. But that's <laughs> that's one of the obnoxious uh, issues that people are just like, okay, I, enough, enough. When it starts coming from the Elizabeth Warren campaign, mm-hmm. I think you realize, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, enough is enough. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Packer Unleashed coming up. Pat Gray Unleashed. Welcome to it. Great to have you with us. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, where Bob Loblaw tweets. Word has it the DNC Iowa caucus app was derived from an early version of Angry Birds. Hmm, that might explain it. <laughs> Scotty Sweatman. Uh, Pete the Cheat, already twin, t- uh, trending on Twitter. Just oh, cool. more fuel for the Bernie bros to burn down Milwaukee. Oh, no. From the pickled squirrel, this PETA ad is brought to you by the same people who can't figure out the difference between men and women. Well, because there is no difference between men and women. Wait, there's not? No. Oh. Uh, just however you identify, that's that's it. Okay, well, I need to uh, mm-hmm. need to check that old calculator again because that's not computing. From Wes Usery, uh, on the PETA ad, I believe that eagle was setting up for the attack. That bunny looked tasty. <laughs> that's a fair point. <laughs> Tech Roo, PETA can stuff it. I refuse to end my distrust of dingoes for their speciesism nonsense. Why the hate? Why the hate? Uh. Stranded alien. Let me get this straight. PETA is fighting to equal the living... Uh, is fighting to equal the living is all species. Just out of curiosity, uh, what do you think their stand on abortion is? <laughs> right? Uh, man, that's so true. You know they're, you know they're pro-abortion. You know they are. But yeah, but don't eat an animal. Don't kill an animal. Don't, don't hurt an animal. Don't eat an unfertilized chicken egg. Jeez. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh, also, yesterday, a little housekeeping on uh, on the groundhog predicting an early... I don't think we mentioned this yesterday, mm-hmm. but the groundhog came out and did not see its shadow. Did now, not. This is the official groundhog, Punxsutawney Phil. <laughs> I know other areas have their groundhog, but this... This one. You know, it's like the Dallas Cowboys, America's team. This is America's groundhog. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag America's groundhog. This isn't the one that uh, de Blasio, uh, no. uh, Long Island Chuck... Uh, Dropped and killed. ...sent to an early grave. Mm-mm. This, I, I guess thousands of people gathered on Sunday, as they always do, at Gobbler's Knob. It's a real place. <laughs> so dumb. Now, if you've seen the movie Groundhog Day, you <laughs> might have thought, yeah, that's that's not... It is actually real. 
It's a real place, and people really do gather there every Groundhog's Day. At Gobbler's, Gobbler's Knob. Knob. Okay. In Punxsutawney to watch the groundhog, and then they, you know, they tap on the little door, open it up, pull the groundhog out. <laughs> Poor thing's trying to sleep, man. Yeah. And then they hold it up to their ear, and the groundhog whispers to the person wow. whether or not he or she saw its uh, shadow. Okay. Now, if they don't see the shadow, that means it's an early spring. If they right. do see the shadow, then it's six more weeks of winter. Okay. And so he predicted? Uh, March 21st. No. no. He predicted an early spring. Early it. spring. Did you get it? Yeah, I got it. Let's play the <laughs> roll the movie. <laughs> so anyhow, so early spring. Yeah, early spring. Tomorrow, oh. tomorrow here in the Dallas Fort Worth area. Springtime. Uh beautiful springtime. Thirty seven degrees and freezing rain, <laughs> if not snow. That's great. Uh I love our local weather guy put up a map this morning that said uh uh check out the latest uh forecast map to see how much bread and milk you'll have to buy. <laughs> that's good. That's right. Yeah, that's good. Because uh, you know the stores, uh, the shelves are going to be wiped clean. Every time there's you know a forecast like this, there's mm-hmm. absolute panic in this area. Because we have, I think Dallas has, is it four uh, sand trucks that go around and can sand the, well, in, a, in an area the size of, I don't know, Alaska? Yes. We have four trucks. However... When winter precipitation is coming, mm-hmm. um, and we can plan ahead a little bit, uh, we'll we'll pull those sand trucks from uh, areas where hopefully it won't hit, and so we'll get up to six uh, trucks really? at a time. Really? So we get six trucks. But if the snow is actually <laughs> wow. going to be north of here yeah. in Amarillo or something, then we're still stuck with our four. No, I literally think like the maximum at one time that since we've lived here is eight on the road. Uh, eight prepping the prepping the roads. And yeah. It's, uh, so that's why. I mean, that's why it's a mess here. Uh, if it ever does, we haven't had an ice storm, a good solid ice storm for several years. So I'm I'm hopeful we'll no. avoid it tomorrow too. And this it's is nasty. Yeah, this will break your heart as much as it did mine. But there are areas of the DFW Metroplex that just a couple of years before we moved here mm. had pushing a foot and a half of snow. Uh, a particular storm that came in February of 2010. Wow. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Um, a foot and a half of yeah. snow. I, I push it. I can't remember what the totals were. I will look uh, it up. February. I can't imagine 2010. that. 2010. In this area. DFW. I can't imagine. Yeah. Snowfall totals. Huh. Now, it did snow here a few weeks ago. Do you, did you did it snow at your house? Because I got a little skiff, you know, where it just whitened the lawn a little bit for a minute and a half, and then it was gone. Uh, but it was kind of fun. Yeah. Because uh, uh, it just doesn't happen here much. I... Um, I tweeted out a, an image from my driveway where I believe it was four, maybe five flakes had accumulated oh. in one spot. Wow. Like they didn't really work together. They kind of stuck at different areas of the driveway, but there was this yeah. one little section right up against the uh, against the uh, house there, against the fence there mm-hmm. um, on the ground. Where you cover. had a drift. A where I had a drift, a snow yeah. drift, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and it was tough getting out, you know, because uh, I was trying to open the door and those four or five flakes decided to gang up and uh, coalesce in one place yep, we'll we'll keep yeah. him in today that can be a problem uh, but back in uh february 11th 2010 um yeah dfw got uh let's see between uh let's see let's see storm was dfw that event was 12 and a half inches at the airport many parts of the metroplex saw over 15 inches of snow wow yeah and we missed it by uh two two winter two seasons yeah
Uh, all right. Although it did snow, I don't remember what year it was, but it snowed on Christmas here for the first yeah. time ever, <laughs> which re- was really cool. It was a torrential rain, <clears throat> first half of Christmas, mm-hmm. and then at noon, someone Bang. flipped a switch, and we got our nice little, uh, about three or four inches. Yeah. yeah. That was fun. I like that. That was awesome. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. 933 So we may be quarantined uh, tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. We'll supposed see. to hit the night. Supposed to hit we'll about see what happens. 2 a.m. We don't want to be killed on the way to the... It's possible there could be a best of tomorrow, but we're hoping not. And it's like... We're hoping not. It is the greatest show... Ever done? Save the one we would do live tomorrow. Oh, okay. So if we can't Uh get in here tomorrow to give you the greatest Pat Gray Unleashed show, Uh you will get what is currently the the Mm. greatest Pat Gray Unleashed show. Nice. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) So anyway, we're we're making uh, contingency plans just in case we Just in case. We're at home, iced in. Meanwhile, uh, some others are are quarantined uh, because of, you know, I don't know, uh, something the U.S. is making out to be a big deal. (laughs) It's our fault, of course, as China pointed out yesterday. Yep. The coronavirus really isn't. So what? 20,000 plus people are infected. Ah, it's the U.S. that's making a thing out of this. Jeez. I mean, we're fear mongers by getting our people to safety. Here's what... uh, Tom Cotton, uh, he said this, I think, last week. Sure did. Yeah. And we haven't played this yet. Yeah. I, it's pretty interesting what he has to say about where this virus came from. Tom Cotton on the coronavirus. Oh, boy. It went a little something. Yep. They're getting it reloaded right now. Okay. Yep. Because mm. uh, remember, I, like Iowa, uh, yeah, the we results the of app. this program yes, delayed. delayed because of an app that crashed. And sure enough, everything we've done today has been delayed. <laughs> I would so. note that China, that Wuhan also has China's only biosafety level four super laboratory that works with the world's most deadly pathogens to include, yes, coronavirus. So what he's saying there. Oh, wait, no, this okay. So hold on. What he said there yeah. uh, eventually. This was cut off. Okay. Yeah, was they... They brought it to the market, right? Exactly. Somebody. So you've got two pieces of evidence here. Number one, <clears throat> there is a facility. We've mentioned it on this show a few <clears throat> weeks ago in Wuhan, where this virus originated, yep. where they're studying Ebola yep. and things like the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. But patient zero brought the coronavirus. So, so that, that first fact is separate. The patient zero brought the coronavirus <clears throat> into that market. Mm-hmm. It didn't come out of that market. It was brought and how do we know into that? that market. That I don't know. I'm trusting uh, Senator Tom Cotton from Alabama. So Cotton's contention is that it wasn't caused by <clears throat> some snake eating a bat yeah. and then some human eating the snake. Uh, it was caused by somebody who went to that market and already had the virus in them. Correct. Correct. And, and again, he, so he's surmising maybe it came from the lab? Yeah, the circumstantial evidence is that did it escape from the lab and then spread from that market? Ah. It's a mess. And, Jeez. and I'm going to do right now some patient zero research on... Uh, yeah, I wonder where he got that because I haven't heard that from anybody but him. Yeah. But you would think a U.S. senator would have some kind of intelligence on that. Mm-hmm. Fascinating. So it, it isn't like Contagion, where the chef in Hong Kong <laughs> stopped in the middle of uh, this preparation of a pig that was already tainted, and he was in its mouth, 
and he just wiped his hands on his apron, and then he went and shook hands and took a photo mm-hmm. with Gwyneth Paltrow. And then she got the virus and spread it all over the place. Yeah. No, this might have come from a lab. Then there's a show like that. I can't remember what the movie is on that, but there's a precedent in a movie for that as well, in a documentary, oh. uh, where a lab accidentally unleashes some super plague and everybody dies. Yeah, all I know is now I've got a parody mm. song working in my head called Tainted Pig. Thank you for that, Pat. You're welcome. And, uh, yeah, people are telling me it's about the, uh, the, the video game. Oh, gosh. What's the video game? Everyone's screaming. I think it's called Plague, Inc. No, that's a, okay. That, that Plague, Inc. is where you, because um, Cal uh, hooked us up with that app a few years ago. That's fun, where you try to spread a virus around the world um, mm. and take out humanity. Mm-hmm. But uh, what is the, uh, there's a video game, an actual video game uh, where you spread, where a virus escapes. And um, I have never played it. And anyway, it's uh, it sounds like um, the exact same thing there. So anyway, um, I don't know. Anybody else Googling this? Or is it just me? Yeah. I think it's just you. Just me. I All think right. it's just you. Well, anyway, so there's a, there's a ver- no, there. it's a very popular video mm-hmm. game. You want, to, you want to start typing over there while I'm floundering? Video no. game virus no, escapes lab. Anyway, it's it's very popular. I've heard the um, I've heard I've heard this name a lot. But um, anyway, not enough to remember. Not it right enough now, to but, remember it right now on yeah, the fly. But good. <laughs> but again, they're saying that it's mutating in a family. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Which in, means in what? China, which means it's it's if they're trying to isolate how to stop it, it's outsmarting already, them. Yeah. And learning how to survive. It's changing too fast. Wow. 425 deaths. That's in another hour. movie, too. There's another movie about that as is well. That uh, outbreak? That I've seen. Might be. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. with uh, Maybe. Is that the one with Dustin Hoffman? In Rene Russo, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yes. yeah. Okay. So, and did that one come from a lab? I think it might have. I don't remember. It's been a long time since I've seen and it. And 12 but. Monkeys is a great one. So if you guys want to yeah. hang out at the yeah. house and just binge watch uh, Death and Destruction uh yeah. Mutating virus just, movie just, this weekend. Write these down, right? 12 Monkeys. Yeah. Outbreak. Right. Contagion. Yes. And then you can Google to your heart's content until you find out whatever video game Malinak can't figure out on his right. own. Okay. And you'll see some scenarios that are worse than real life and you'll feel better about yourself. Yes. Which is great. Yes. Yeah. Rob down the hall just running. Resident Evil is the name of oh, that uh, okay. yeah. video game yeah, yeah. deal. Yeah. Heard of it. Never played it, but I, I've seen it. Um, And, you know, it's worse than real life. So far. <laughs> right. Right. And, oh, and here's how to stop it, okay? It's it's a novel concept. Scientists have been working around the clock, around the world, trying to figure out how do you stop really the coronavirus. Really, really complicated. What you do is you take wait, your hands, wait, right? I'm, I'm, I want right? to stay, I wanna stay uh, up with you. Write it down. So, okay. okay yes. You write this down. Okay, All you right. take your hands, right? Mm-hmm, hands. And like if you're right-handed, this is where it gets a little confusing, I think, for uh-huh. some. If you're right-handed, you typically use that right hand to turn mm-hmm. on a water faucet mm-hmm. where there's warm water. Yeah. Okay? As hot as you can stand What do I do it. with the warm water? What do I do with it? Well, okay, so then you take both hands. Yeah. See, now is where both hands come in. They run it underneath the faucet. Weird. Okay? Why would you do this? Well, you just want to just, just follow me. Just, All right. just don't ask questions. So now that they're wet, now get some soap on them, right? Some, like, antibacterial might be helpful, okay? Mm-hmm. And uh, are you writing this? It looks like you're I just am. doodling over no, there. No, I'm, yeah. I'm writing I hope you're really writing this down. Feverishly writing this. Is, this is important. Okay, and then you rub your hands together. Now so you I've have got the soap, soap and warm water. And water. And remember, it's underneath the faucet at the sink in any particular bathroom you can choose. Uh, okay? okay. 
and just do that, you know, front and back. Maybe go up that wrist a little bit, Aaron, you know, 20 mm. seconds. Let's go for 20 seconds is all they're saying. You do this, and then uh, then yeah, you dry, and then you take a paper towel. Am I confusing you? Mm, a you little turn bit. Off, yeah, turn I mean, this the, is a lot. A lot of steps. It's a lot. And that's why it's spreading like crazy, because <laughs> nobody in that country ever does that! <laughs> I think the Chinese would probably uh, disagree with you. Oh uh, no, they would not. No, they wouldn't. So some of the okay, things that I'm being told on the That's Twitter. Right. We don't wash our hands. Oh, and the bathrooms right. there, and the ooh. really? Oh. oh yeah, the hole in the ground. Hole That's all ground. it is. Hole right? in the ground, and uh, mm, nice. shake with the other hand. Okay, uh, lovely. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. As you were having your breakfast this morning. <laughs> uh, and speaking of breakfast, how about breakfast for or lunch or dinner for your dog? <clears throat> Did you know that dry dog food has to have a two to three year shelf life? So what does that mean? That means they sterilize the food. They cook it till it's dead, literally dead. There's nothing alive on it anymore. It's the live, you know, the probiotics, the enzymes and the vitamins, the healthy microbacteria that is good for your dog. So it eliminates any of that. What can you do about it? Well, you can do what I do and add rough greens to your dog's food. It's not food. It's an additive that you just sprinkle in and mix it in. My dog absolutely loves this. She gobbles this stuff down. Um, and it again, I mean, it's just to make them healthier, but it also tastes good. So that's a really big plus because if you can't get them to eat it, then it's not going to do them any good. So this is, again, a healthy supplement that puts into your dog's food all the live nutrients that are necessary for really healthy dogs no matter if you uh feed the most expensive dog food on the market to your dog or you make your dog's food at home somewhere in between rough greens vitasmart will make your dog's food better if your dog is like mine they're gonna love this stuff and it's just plain good for them so if you want to see your dog thrive again just go to roughgreens.com slash blaze that's R-U-F-F, rough, roughgreens.com slash blaze, or call 833-MY-DOG-33. Beware, Pat Gray is unleashed. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. 933 also at Pat Unleashed <laughs> on Twitter, where Biden's mummified mumblings tweets... <clears throat> Like Iowa, I am delayed in tweeting this morning. <laughs> I apologize, and I'm working on the problem to come up with something coherent in the next little while. Thank you for understanding. Sure thing. <laughs> yeah, well, happy to. Happy we're to do we're it. right there with you, man. The Steve Forty Two Five Bucks says China is lowballing the number of people who are really infected. Oh, I'd put more than five bucks down on that. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm about ninety percent sure they're lowballing the number, and the number is over twenty thousand now. So. Yeah, that, okay, so over 20,000 infected, 425 have died, <laughs> including one in Hong Kong. Yeah, and that's a communist government whose numbers we're depending on. So you're absolutely right, Steve. This is probably much, much more than Had that. Had that nurse in China last week that claimed 90,000 were infected then. Oh, that's right. Yes. 90,000. Well, if that's the case, it's probably in the hundreds and hundreds of thousands now. If she's right. <sighs> From Bolton's sainted mustache. <laughs> Keith is answering the important question. What do I do with my hands? Yeah, you wash them. Yeah. Speaking of which, that's one of Doc's things, right? Yeah, what do I do with my hands? 
be thinking about uh, Doc tomorrow. It's the anniversary, if you can believe it, the one-year anniversary of his tragic death. Please keep his family yeah. in your prayers. Mm. Uh, 888-933-93. And then yesterday we find out about Rush with his issue, advanced lung cancer. Jeez. Ugh. You just, you just never know, yeah, do you? don't know. So Make every day count, please. Mm. 888-900-3393. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, and as for the coronavirus, um, we are restricting travel to China. They're pissed off about that. They're they're accusing us of making a bigger deal out of this than it is. And if they are lying, and I think they are, because do you quarantine 70 million people if there's only a few thousand infected? There's There's no way. I don't think there's any way that you act the way China has acted if the problem is what they say it is. Well, now it's at 20,000 people, so that's pretty significant. But um, they've already, I mean, last week they were in the tens of millions quarantined, and it's still spreading like wildfire. So do you recall, and I hate to put you on the spot, I just, I'm looking this up, back in 2002, right, when SARS, the outbreak was happening in Mm -hmm. China, I just don't remember this massive quarantine of millions upon millions of Chinese. Uh, Yeah, I don't think that happened. I don't think it happened with SARS. Hmm. With with SARS, it seems to me the number of total the total number of people infected. I think it was only in the hundreds. I know we've already passed the official death total. Let's see. Um, okay, so SARS infected five thousand three hundred oh, people and okay. killed three forty nine nationwide. In China. In China. Okay. Yeah. Jeez. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, all right. Let's go to Paula in Florida. Paula, hi. You're on the blaze. Hey, Pat, how are you? Doing good. And good. You? Listen, I worked for... Uh, yeah, I'm doing great. Oh, Thanks. Good. Okay. Just on a little holiday. Mm-hmm. Um, I worked in Charlottesville, Virginia for many years at the university in a BSL-3 lab. Um, and, and what the Chinese, I think what's happened is they've let something escape the lab. Their techniques are not great. We had a Chinese visiting professor who brought a BSL-3 organism, which is an exotic organism uh, from Guangzhou, China. She brought it in her suitcase in oh. a couple of test tubes. Oh, my gosh. And wanted to um, grow them in our lab. What? Oof. So these wow. people don't, don't uh, utilize standard laboratory safety techniques that we do here in the U.S. Why? And I could easily see. Why? Because... They just don't have the same mentality that we have hmm. about life. Yeah. Wow. They just don't. Life is cheap and life is easy. So you believe, um, as Tom Cotton does, Senator Cotton says this probably came from a lab or did come from a lab. I do. I heard, I heard his comments and I totally agree. Having, having spent years working in a laboratory, hmm. they didn't use stand, this, this uh, doctor you know, before you have several safety doors to enter the lab and, and leave the lab, you have to autoclave your specimens. You have to kill everything before you leave the lab um, that, that may be transferred outside. And she would try to skirt these standard techniques. Wow. And I think that's fairly typical, having worked with a number of Chinese visiting scientists. 
Mm. I, I just don't think they were as careful as they could have been, and they don't want to tell you that's how it happened. No, the, uh, yeah, I'm sure. So, Paula, um, yeah. th- this visiting scientist lady, um, do you know or can you confirm, did she ever wash her hands? <laughs> well, she got mad at our at our PI, the principal investigator in the lab, and he had wanted to get his hands on some of this mm-hmm. organism. Um, they're airborne organisms, so they're more like uh, mold, mildew, anthrax. Mm-hmm. That they're uh-huh. aerosolized, so if you breathe them in, you can get very ill. And she got very uh-huh. angry at him, and she took bleach to him and say, "I killed them all. I killed them," and <laughs> that's how they died here. So, oh wow. Oh my yeah. god! Guys, have a little memorial yeah. for him, or yeah? Did you bury him like uh, in the <laughs> back of the lab there, <laughs> in the yard? Yeah, yeah. yeah they we did. Lost they him. went the way of we the, the other, so we lost. We lost them. Yeah. You Aww. guys have a great day. All right, you too. Thanks, Paula. Thanks. We lost them. I, I didn't even know we lost those organisms, but uh, yeah, the BSL threes. The uh, microbes yeah. are indigenous or exotic mm-hmm. and cause serious mm-hmm. or potentially lethal diseases through respiratory transmission. Yeah, I hate that we uh, wow. didn't get a proper burial for those. And she brought them here yeah. in a suitcase. In a suitcase. I mean, like, you know, Yikes. TSA is going to take Jeez. my daughter's little keychain, but they're going to just uh, wave the BSL-3 organism through. Here we go. Come on. Keep moving. Can you imagine? I mean, how do you not have the mentality that, oh, this could really go wrong? Anything in wrong. a test tube should yeah. stand out to the TSA, you'd think. Maybe. Holy cow. Maybe it's just me. But uh, I'm Crazy. looking up these, uh, these uh, biosafety levels. So it goes from BSL-1 to 4. Ebola, for example, and obviously coronavirus, I'm going to assume, going on a limb here, is a BSL-4. Mm. So, But she was dealing with the BSL-3s, the which are bad enough and still lethal, mm. potentially. All right. 888 900 And at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Pat Gray Unleashed. 888 Also, at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Still don't know the results, by the way. What happened in Iowa yesterday at the caucus? Apparently what happens in Iowa stays stays, stays in Iowa. Mm-hmm. They're just not going to tell us. Yeah, we have a winner. We're just not going to tell you what it is or who it is. They uh, they don't know because the app screwed up somehow. And so I uh-huh. I don't know what they're doing. They're uh-huh. going back and counting the paper results or whatever, following the paper trail. I think they're trying to figure out ways to make um, the words... Uh, 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 Bernie Sanders look like other names as they go back and like try to retell it. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> they, I mean, that's going to be a problem for the Democratic Party for the rest of this year. It is. Bernie Sanders. They're talking I, about a party fractioning here. And I think, I think that's why they're kind of uh, starting to admire or like the idea of Michael Bloomberg. Hmm. Mike Bloomberg is a billionaire. He seems to be self-financing his campaign. He has the impression that he's, you know, not as radical as, say, Bernie or Elizabeth Warren, although I think he probably is, if not more so. I mean, the guy's trying to control what we eat, and he wants to take our guns away. Uh, That's a lot. And I don't think he has any problem with uh, taxing people into oblivion. Um, He came up with this ad... Take a look at the at this anti-Trump ad he's been playing. Um, and I, th- I think he either played this during the Super Bowl or wanted to play it during the Super Bowl. Take a look at this from Michael America Bloomberg. America demanded change. Donald Trump wins the presidency. And change is what we got. Okay. Jeez. 
bunch of white supremacist rallies. Right. And, oh, look how mean we are on the oh, border. Oh, the cages. Kids in cages. The cages. He, he put children in cages, this guy. And he nominated a Supreme Court justice. Plus, he, sh- he shook hands with Vladimir Putin. America deserves better. Defeat Trump. Uh, text Mike to 80510. No, thank you. No, I'm not doing no. that. No, I'm not doing that. You're a big texter, though. Here's the interesting thing about uh, the terrible, terrible Donald Trump and, and some of the images that you got to see there, like him putting children in cages. Mm-hmm. Uh, those were the children that Barack Obama put in cages. Mm-hmm. Those were all photos from Barack Obama land. <laughs> details, details. Ah! Whatever. Can you believe it? I mean, you're doing this big anti-Trump is so awful. And we're just waking up to the worst person in the world because he'll put children in cages. And the images you use are from your savior, your hero, the guy you've worshipped since he came to prominence, Barack Obama. He's the one who put those kids in in those cages, and that's been talked about that's so unreal. much, especially on social media, about the inaccuracy <sighs> of labeling those pictures as being associated with Donald Trump. You'd mm-hmm. think that the people putting together these ads would wake would know, up. Hey, maybe we shouldn't use that footage. You talked about how much money um, Michael Bloomberg has uh, has been spending. Uh, I, I I haven't gone and vetted every one of these individual numbers because uh, the person who tweeted this out is a big time. Uh, uh, Bernie Insider here. Can you put up those numbers? Look, look, look at the self-funding so far. Look at these numbers. Tom Steyer, over Steyer has two hundred and two funded million. even more. Yeah, than Bloomberg has. Yeah, Bloomberg's at two hundred wow. million. That's why I thought John Delaney was going to hang on for a while, just because. Look at where did he get his money? What's his background? Twenty five million he has spent on know. himself. And then know. look at that drop off. Yeah. Forty-six thousand or less <laughs> from Andrew Yang down to Hickenlooper. Hickenlooper thirty-two thousand. Uh, Elizabeth Warren fifty-seven hundred. Mm-hmm. Tulsi's given herself seventy-five bucks, and not one penny from Bernie. And Sanders. And that's why I say not the, a penny. The source for this uh, fun fact is a Bernie Sanders guy saying he is he's not spending any money. Does that mean he's cheap? I mean, what are you trying to say uh, with that? Yeah, that or just, is that a better way to go? Yeah, I mean, because he has a lot of money. I mean, he's a rich guy. Well, he's, he's a millionaire. millionaire. Yeah. So Tom Steyer's only a baby billionaire, um, and he's <laughs> he's already funded his campaign to the tune of two hundred two million dollars. He wants it. Wow, I think he's only got like a billion and a half, maybe two. Is it three? I don't know, but he, I know it's not like it's not like in the multi billions. Well, I guess two and three are multi, but <laughs> details not the not the really super big billion. Like not like Michael Bloomberg. There's only eight people richer than he is on the face of the planet. Wow. Um. So, but for both of them to be over the two hundred million mark, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. And uh, John Delaney, just for what it's worth, um, he is well. It's a big spread here between fifty-five million and two hundred eighty million is his worth. Uh, he's an attorney and businessman, and he's uh, funded by... twenty-five million yeah. uh, to his own campaign. Oh, yeah, that's a good point you make. He's given half of his wealth. Okay, that's crazy. Yeah, uh, so he must be closer to two hundred eight million or whatever that was. Yeah. Two hundred eighty million. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, this the federal deficit is going to exceed a trillion dollars indefinitely. 
Yay! We're always going to be a trillion in debt every single year from now on, it looks like. <laughs> according to the CBO. Like clockwork. Uh, that's great. So we just add another trillion dollars every single year. Uh, the budget office also projected that the federal debt uh, will reach 180% of GDP by 2050. By far the highest percentage recorded in the United States. Michael Bloomberg, though, has a plan oh, go- oh, to so fix he- the deficit. Oh, he's going to fix it? Yeah, he's going to fix it. Okay. Maybe he'll f- he'll personally finance paying off the hey, debt. Hey, now you're on to something. Right? Wouldn't that be great? No, he's he's going to ask us to. He's Sorry? unveiling a $5 trillion tax plan. This plan sucks, then. <laughs> yeah, this is not a good plan. Uh, new taxes. As part of his sweeping domestic program, they would pay for infrastructure project, projects as well as investments in green energy, affordable housing, education, and health care. Isn't that wonderful? That's great. Just keep taxing us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We'll just pay more. <laughs> Tax us all you want. We'll just pay more. Uh-huh. The plan I am releasing today raises rates on wealthy individuals and corporations, closes loopholes, cracks down on tax avoidance, Expands the estate tax. God, that is so evil. Evil. And reduces the tax advantages that investors have over workers. Among the proposals, rolling back Trump's uh, corporate tax cuts. Just asinine. That's just a stupid thing to do. A new 5% surtax on incomes above $5 million a year. Taxes on capital gains. Lowering, by the way, capital gains have already been taxed as income. Then you invest it and you get some money back from that. Then that's taxed as well. Why? Then if you stop, die and leave it to your kids, that's taxed again. Triple tax. (sighs) I I can't. Make it stop, man. Lowering the threshold for the estate tax. Oh, my gosh. Oh, no. What's the threshold going to be now? I don't know. Oh. It doesn't he didn't say. What is the He didn't say, but the threshold right now, I yeah. think is it 1 million or 5 million? I don't know, but it's up there. And and that's what that's what that's what gets people to latch on to this kind of thing. Right. Yeah, tax them. I mean, tax their kids, that's inheritance, whatever. They didn't earn it and their parents were rich and leave them all this money. Right. Who, who are you to decide what the threshold is? It's an immoral tax whether your threshold is 5 million dollars or $1000. Yeah, they've already paid their taxes on it. And now that they've died and they want to leave it to somebody, uh, you're going to take it. The government has more right to it than their family does or whoever, uh, their cat. I don't care who they give it to. It is. It's immoral. It's wrong. It's unbelievable. Uh, the 77-year-old former New York City mayor has already spent $140 million, and I think it's more like $200 million now in his ads on his campaign with millions more on staff and infrastructure. The sum is a fraction of his estimated $60 billion fortune. Huh. We should ask him to pay down the debt. Since in, instead he's pushing that on to us. Oh, God. I just I can't take it. Uh, meanwhile, Bitcoin is apparently soaring. Investors are panicking over the coronavirus. So the cryptocurrency has soared in the last few days. The price of one Bitcoin is now around $9,300. That's up about 10% this week. It's gained 30% since the end of last year. Yeah, I'm looking right now. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, how much percent is it up from the end of last year? Uh, 30%. Okay, so it's up just in the last month, mm-hmm. 
Okay. So it's gone from 7,300 uh, this morning. It's at uh, 9,530. 9,530 already. Yeah. Wow. So that's just the last mm. month, okay. which is, you know, wheelhouse for Corona talk, coronavirus talk. So my question to you is, <clears throat> when it bottomed out, you know, probably about six, eight months ago. And what did you, bo- you, bottom out at? I, I don't I don't know. No, it's a question. To... Whether, did I buy any? No. Yeah, did you buy some? No, I did not. You bought some? No. no I wish I would have, but so, no. Yeah. I mean, I wish I would have gotten it 300. Yeah, it was. um, I didn't. Yeah, less than a year ago, Pat, it was Mm -hmm. at uh, about 3,500. Yeah. Jeez. Now it's at 9,300 again. Wow. So it's a good thing you stocked up when you did. (laughs) Yeah, right. Exactly. Because I'm just that astute at investing. You are. Really, really good at it. Mr. Bitcoin. All right. (laughs) Triple eight, 933 Mr. Crypto. We've got. Valentine's Day, which is uh, 10 days away. Okay, is it? 10 days. All right. And just because she says she doesn't want anything, my wife always does. Yeah, I don't want it. You don't need to give me any. I don't want it. I don't want any. <laughs> that doesn't mean she doesn't deserve something. Burr, I'm cold. I don't need anything. <laughs> <laughs> the Books Company has you covered. <clears throat> Books, as in bouquets. That's Books, B O U Q S. They offer farm fresh, sustainably sourced flowers for next or same day, same day delivery. Order today. You can get 25% off your whole purchase. Go to books.com slash pat. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com slash pat for 25% off with the offer code pat. And these are beautiful flowers that stay fresh for a long time. Um, so let that special someone in your life know that you love them or make that first move, you know, on somebody you've been crushing on, whatever. But if you think it's cold outside now, just think how cold it might be inside if you don't do anything for her on Valentine's Day. The Books Company is here to make your life easier, and they offer more than just roses. You'll find sweet treats, beautifully styled bouquets, plants, gifts, and succulents on their site, too. This Valentine's Day, spread the book love with your first love, your forever love, any of your loved ones. Go to B-O-U-Q-S dot com. B-O-U-Q-S dot com. Fresh flowers that really last. B-O-U-Q-S. Books dot com slash pad for 25% off when you use the offer code pad. Wow. Wow. I think we, we mentioned this yesterday on uh, Glenn's show. This, I mean, staggering news that Bill Clinton, or Bill Crystal, <laughs> a little Freudian slip there. Bill Crystal and Bill Clinton, eh, kind of interchangeable now. Mm-hmm. Bill Crystal has come out as a Democrat. Oh, he was so conservative. He was so, 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 so conservative. And um, he's so conservative that he became a Democrat. <laughs> in a time when the Democrats are all socialists and communists. Well, if you say it like that. That's <laughs> what a, an idiot. Yeah, that's fun. Wow. Uh, okay. Uh, just unbelievable. And at least, I guess he's saying at least until the election he's going to be a Democrat. Then we'll see after that. Oh. He may, may join the Communist Party after that. Who knows? Man of principle. Yeah, that's beautiful. <laughs> that's powerful. Good for you. I mean, if you're pissed off about Trump, to the point where you change parties. 
Are you going to go to the Democrat Party where you've got socialist Bernie Sanders, yeah, that makes socialist sense. Elizabeth Warren, and you're supposedly a conservative? Uh, come on. Wouldn't your impulse as a conservative to be to go the other way? Yes, it would like, be. Or, if you're really or, or, a conservative, or libertarian. Yes. yes. Libertarian yes. or constitutional party or something right. like that. Right. Uh, no, if I'm, you care about the Constitution. But you, you're mad about Trump, and so you go to the party who wants to set fire to the U.S. Because Constitution. Exactly. He, Bill Crystal, moron. has more concern about defeating Donald Trump than defending, say, the Constitution yeah. or conservative principles. Unreal. It is unreal. Man. Crazy. Meanwhile, Rahm Emanuel uh, is saying that Bernie is more likely to rupture the Democrat Party than to win swing voters. I think he's absolutely right about that. It's nice to see some of the Democrats coming out now and saying, you know what, this guy's not good for the party. In fact, this guy isn't even part of our party. Shouldn't be anyway. I mean, what are you even doing running a socialist in the Democrat Party? Well, it's because they're all socialists now. But I mean, he literally is a socialist. Make him run as a socialist in the socialist party. It's amazing. So, Rahm Emanuel speaking out, he said the fact is, one of the threats to the party right now is a rupture in the core. And it played out in 2016. In this case, we have an opening if we have a candidate who actually reassures people that they'll actually govern without this the people don't want four more years of this tweet chaos and conflict. They're exhausted. They're not angry, uh, which is where Democrats are. They're exhausted. Hmm. He also said, we as a party, to win Arizona, to win Wisconsin, to win Michigan and Pennsylvania, and to be viable in North Carolina, need a candidate who moves those swing moderate voters. Admittedly, today's landscape is much friendlier for progressive ideas than it was for either Clinton or Obama when they were running, yet we risk squandering that opportunity, fighting pointless battles over whether these successful presidents properly calibrated their agendas to yesterday's limitations. Hmm. I mean, I... The hierarchy of the Democratic Party are in panic mode right now. They should be. They think they're they about to be. lose their party one way or another here. They've already lost their party. It's That's way, a fair point. Way too late to be speaking out about this. Mm-hmm. You should have done this a long time ago. As soon as it started. In 2016, you should have said no to Bernie Sanders running in the Democrat Party. I mean, he does this pretend thing where he says, yeah, I'll, hold, I'll uphold uh, Democrat principles. I'll uphold the party, uh, the the planks of the party, the platform. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll abide by that. But he doesn't. Then he goes out and talks socialism. And he talks about a socialist revolution. And he talks about how bad capitalism is. Well, you can't have that if you're a Democrat. Again, we were talking about this the other day. This is a party that JFK would not recognize and couldn't be a part of. They wouldn't allow it. No way. They would mock him <clears throat> right out of the party. And and if JFK felt today the way he did in nineteen in the 1960s, uh, he wouldn't want to be a part of it. He'd be a Republican. He would absolutely be a re- or a Libertarian. He certainly wouldn't be a Democrat because he he has no place in that party now. So now they're worried about the never-Bernie apocalypse, which seems to be coming, according to some Democrats. They're all burned out. Get it, burn, Bernie, burned out. (laughs) Donors and party insiders are warning that large swaths of their voters could stay home or even defect to 
President Trump, if he if Sanders does snag the the uh, the nomination, I'll still put a Bernie Sanders sticker bumper sticker on my car, but a lot of people won't. Yeah. Said Jim Kessler, executive vice president for the policy at Third Way, Democrat think tank, not aligned with any candidate. They'll say, I don't like Donald Trump, but I don't like Sanders either. We survived four years of Trump's Trump. Well, maybe we'll survive another four years. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's an interesting angle. They'll mm-hmm. stay home, vote third party, or vote for Trump. An insider working with Bloomberg's campaign agreed. I think that there's a very real never Bernie sentiment amongst both the donor class and moderate centrist Democrats. Well, there should be or what I would call regular Democrats. Bloomberg and Pete and Biden, who represent the heart and soul of the party, their supporters are not apt to support someone like Bernie. Huh. Huh. So if you're <clears throat> Donald Trump, if you're Donald Trump, are you, which candidate are you most concerned about for November defeating you, have the best chance of beating you? Hmm. Mm. Iowa caucus it's gotta time be, here. It's got to be Buttigieg. Yeah. It's got to be. I'm right there with you. Because what are you going to say about him? What nasty things are you going to tweet about him? you got to be really careful. Yeah. you got to be really he's, careful there. He's he's protected. He's always insulated in that yep. respect uh, based on his sexuality. Yep. Um, he, he stays calm, yep. right? Mm-hmm. He's not going to try to get into like a bully contest with Donald Trump like a Joe Biden fall on his face trying to... Right. Talk about corn pop or something. Mm-hmm. Um, Judge plays that religious card and I think would be able to grab enough religious-minded people um, to make a difference in the vote tally. Yeah. Um, do I think that... Eh, he's slick, man. He's like Bill Clinton. He is. Yeah, he, he is. Buttigieg is mm-hmm. like Bill Like a Clinton. really young bo- Bill Clinton. <clears throat> the guy's can, only 38. He's gonna. He can pull the wool over a lot of voters' eyes, I think, and, and cause enough disruption to... Yeah, change a few states in the tally. Yeah, he might be the scariest one because I think he'd do really well against Elizabeth Warren, and, she, and there's no there's no sign of her winning anyway. Now she's her time came and went. Yeah, uh, and Biden he can handle Biden because Biden's losing his his noodle. Uh, then you got Sanders, who's just a flat out socialist. Now you just go capitalist socialist on him and let America decide. And I think they will still decide capitalism. So it's got to be, it's either Bloomberg, which he'd love to run against too, because Bloomberg is a, a douche, and Trump will really <laughs> exploit that. So it has to be Buttigieg that's the most uh, difficult one to run against, I think. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm right there with you. Um, and that's assuming, that we're talking about top-tier candidates, you know, we're, we're, we're yes. discounting like a, a Amy Klobuchar or a Yang or whatever. Because mm-hmm. they're not going to win. Um, but uh, Warren's decline... Kind of thinking, remember, it was getting out of control how earlier and earlier these primaries and the caucus were moving up uh, every year. Mm-hmm. I was looking this up. In, in 2012, um, the Iowa caucus was on January 3rd. So take mm. the polling and the timing and apply the 2012 calendar to this, right? Mm-hmm. Warren probably wins. She probably wins Iowa. Yeah, she might. Based on, you know, whose turn it was on the on the ride to be at the top. Yeah. And, of course, we have no idea... We should be here this morning saying, wow, so-and-so won the Iowa caucus last night. But again, the app crashed. And uh, and we don't know. We don't know how to add numbers. But apparently. again, Judge is claiming victory. Judge says he's won, he won. 
Which is, uh, I don't know how he knows that. How do you know that? Unless his own internal polling, hmm. maybe they did an exit poll within the campaign. I don't know. But he's saying he won. And Amy Klobuchar said she punched above her weight. There you go. <laughs> I don't know what that means. She's like, Well, it's like Norway. Uh, Norway punches above their weight. Oh, I don't yeah. know if you're aware of that. I've, I've heard that somewhere. Where did I hear um, that? That's fairly typical hmm. of the way that, of the uh, way Danes, that have, Danes have uh, okay. punched above their weight yeah. uh, in international affairs. Right. Who else? Uh, I've said this before, but I you want have. to repeat. Norway punches above Norway its weight. Norway punches above its weight. Uh, we have... Uh-huh. No stronger ally than, than uh, the Netherlands. Netherlands. Uh, they consistently punch, punch, punch above, above their, their weight. weight. They really do. Yeah. Ireland punches above its weight. Ireland? It's a small country. The Philippines is not the largest of countries. No, they're not. Uh, it, it, in using a <laughs> phrase from boxing, boxing, punches above its weight. They, they punch above their weight. So. I think it's a phrase from boxing. Way to go. Hmm. <laughs> Goodness. Like, people don't know that. Uh, phrase for, for boxing, you punch but, uh, above their weight. He knows that when he's saying this, <laughs> President Obama, he's being recorded, right? I think. And so, I, like, when you go to another country, it's not like they don't know you've already used that, that description. A million times. So what a compliment that is. Would you have given it to <laughs> Ireland, Netherlands? So genuine, too. My goodness. The Danes. This is the guy who gives away iPods filled with his speeches as gifts to the <laughs> Queen of England. <laughs> I'll remind you. <laughs> Don't you miss him? Oh wow, those do were not good times. Not in good. any way, shape, or form. Good times. Oof. You know, Iceland punches above its weight. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've oh, never yeah. heard that. Greenland, they punch above their weight. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Canada, they got Canada. Doesn't they? Don't they Canada don't. sits there and takes the punches? <laughs> you kidding me? Oh. Oh. In yes. fact, we should maybe talk about this a little bit tomorrow. Okay, because we're kind of out of time now. Uh, but th- Trudeau wants news websites in Canada to be licensed. Wow. You talk about a danger wow. to free speech and free press. You're going to license news websites? Oh, my goodness. Go drink some boxed water, Justin. Yeah. Wow. That guy's Ugh. dangerous, too. All right. We'll see you tomorrow. 888 Use it then, and uh, we'll talk to you then. Right here on Packery Unleashed.